0: And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. It happened in the heart of Times Square Saturday night. Surveillance video was taken in front of a migrant shelter at 220 West 42nd Street. Police say officers were trying to disperse a disorderly crowd. A second clip of video then shows police apparently trying to take someone into custody. At that point, they say the officers were attacked by a group of men. A lieutenant and an officer from the Midtown South Precinct were kicked and pummeled. One suffered a laceration to the face. Police arrested four people, but say five others seen on the video got away, and they want the public's help in trying to find them. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Michael Savage podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the lost lands of silk and money, how the illegal immigrant invasion is decimating America. Now, hold on. I know you think you know that, but there's much more to the picture than meets the eye. I also touch on our American troops being killed in Jordan, and my fear that these events will drag America into a new world war, just as I fear the endless war between Ukraine and Russia, which should have been ended a long time ago, will do so as well. I share poems expressing despair, and I then query the relevance of prayers during chaotic times. Do they really matter? Does prayer really matter? Well... I acknowledge the fact that prayer was used by great men like General George Patton. He believed in prayer. Do you believe in prayer? Savage. Michael Savage. A host like no other.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
0: Middle East on the brink. North Korea on the brink. I also speculate on our integrity, the integrity of our legal system, after seeing that Trump was ordered by a corrupt court to pay $83 million to some woman who claims that he molested her in a dressing room many, many, many decades ago. I then conclude with a reminder to revere God and live according to God's laws as taught in the uh, Bible. We must teach our children to have faith in God and obey his commandments. Everybody needs to know right from wrong, up from down, left from right. In addition to this, I'm going to talk about something else, which is right now. I'm going to talk about the mugger and the beatnik poet. This is an interesting story. The mugger, it's about the homeless bums in San Francisco, the drug crisis, the out of control, liberalism that has brought this drug crisis and the scourge of human filth, human eels walking the streets. I am so tired of sitting here powerless and making believe we don't know how this happened. When I know it was the Pelosi's and the Schumer's and now the Biden's who have given us the new America where we have gone from the melting pot to the chamber pot, one gigantic chamber pot. I turned to a book I wrote many years ago entitled The Savage Nation. It was published, if you can believe this, in the year 2002. It was a number one New York Times bestseller, and there was a section in this that I, uh, well that I think is worth reading. It's called The Mugger and the Beatnik Poet. When I finish a show many nights, I like to go for a walk. That was then, by the way. I don't walk in the city anymore. I'll never forget this particular evening. The cool air felt good on my face. I had a knit cap on, a pea coat. I was just walking in the streets of San Francisco enjoying life. Observing the people, I noticed two couples in the crosswalk in front of me. Behind them was a street bum, one of the plagues of America. Remember, this is 2002. A street bum, one of the plagues of America, I wrote. Whacked out of his mind on crack. I watched and listened as he insulted the girl. I'd sure like to get her. I'd like the one with the black hair. I want her. You know, one of those guys, a nice Democrat uh, fellow in San Francisco It wasn't my business, so I stayed away from it. I don't blame the boys who were walking with the girls for not saying anything because this bum was an animal that should be in a cage, not in the street, as you will soon learn listening to me. Incidentally, San Francisco is filled with a human plague like this because of the ultra-liberalism that is killing the city. I'm convinced it's the only city left in America that permits eels like this to crawl around bothering everybody and assaulting the women verbally. Every other city has cracked down on them, but not this city. It's the city of, well, not tolerance, but of hatred. Not a city of love, but a city of hate. Hatred for anything normal. Hatred for law and order. Hatred for democracy. Hatred for decency. Hatred for mama and apple pie and the roses in your hand. Just as we were crossing the crosswalk, a cab tried to cut us off and almost killed six of us. I naturally turned around and screamed at the driver, go back to where you came from, and that type of thing. He was a swarthy Middle Easterner, but I couldn't have cared less. Now, this is interesting. The guy next to me, the bum, turns and says, well, don't worry. If he hits the five, I'll give him nine. He pulled out a nine-millimeter gun. Now, remember, this guy is cracked out of his mind. He's drunk, and he's waving the gun around. I'm thinking, okay, quick situation check here. The guy is volatile. I'm white. He's black. He's out of his mind. He's looking for somebody, but it ain't going to be me. So I said to him, hey, man, put the gun away. The cops will get you. Suddenly, we became, for that instant, co-conspirators. He said to me, yeah, right, I shouldn't do it. But if that cab got to me, I'd put nine into him. I want you to understand the significance of this story. The streets are crawling with crazy people with guns in their hands. The gun grabbers should take the guns away from the psychopaths. But instead, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, the Charles Schumer's, the subway senators, they want to take the guns away from the middle class, leaving us completely defenseless while they remain protected by the Secret Service and private security, I should add. This is just another reason liberalism, like a backed-up toilet, offends me. Liberalism, like a backed-up toilet, offends me, because libs turn common sense into nonsense. When ultra-liberalism takes over the mind of a city, streets are no longer safe, People are defenseless, and wackos with weapons get free handouts. Later that evening, I walked up the street and passed San Francisco's once famous communist bookstore. Lo and behold, God had answered my prayers. In the window, there's a memorial to a human eel, part mortadella salami, part latrine slime. I won't mention his name because he's insignificant, and you've never heard of him. He was a junkie, an alcoholic, and had babies like dogs do, never raising any of them, just impregnating women. And, of course, he was loved by the left wing because he was one of the last reigning beatnik poets. Anyway, there was a picture of this bum in the window of this commie bookstore. And next to his photo was a letter to the mayor of the city asking for some proclamation for the so-called poet who had died. It said, we want to proclaim that this day forward is a day of memorial for Latrine Slyme Mortadella. I won't mention his name. I clasped my hands together and prayed to God. I said, thank you, God, for answering my prayers. One of the blights of the human race is gone. As I said that to myself in front of the store in the streets of San Francisco, a couple of tourists were going by. One of them smiled and said, oh, who's latrine slime? I said, just about anybody that the owner of this communist bookstore cares to put in the window. And I walked on. Can you blame me for rejoicing? The damage these ultra-liberals are doing to this country that I inherited and I worked so hard to achieve in is inexcusable. Frankly, my evening got better from that point on. Once I realized that the mortadella human had crossed the river Styx, I really hated that person. I hated his guts, but he was celebrated in San Francisco. I read that to you because I found it in my great book, The Savage Nation, Saving America from the Liberal Assault on Our Borders, Language and Culture. Saving America from the liberal assault on our borders, language, and culture. Can you imagine that? Published in, uh, what year was that? Oh my goodness. 2002. While most of the stars of the media today who are now preaching borders, language, and culture were still good liberals or bad liberals, whatever you want to say. Those are the candid words of me, Michael Savage, the son of immigrants, whose love for America and trenchant insights into the leftist propaganda that threatens our way of life made me a giant in the media. This book was written in my muscular, muscular electrifying style, where I warned that our country is losing its identity, becoming a victim of political correctness, if you want to call it that, unmonitored immigration and socialistic ideals. I said then, when it comes to our culture, we're being told by liberals to let the illegal invaders, as well as the legal newcomers, redefine and reshape our culture into their image. Well, I try to warn you. I said, wake up, America. Our borders, language, and culture are being threatened, and it's up to us as principled patriotic citizens to defend and protect the freedoms we cherish. If the price of liberty is eternal vigilance, then only a more savage nation will enjoy these liberties. I rest my case. Thank you for listening. Now enjoy the rest of the podcast, if you will. I'm Michael Savage. Share this podcast with five friends. Maybe it's not too late. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? Or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system system.
0: Woke up at four in the morning and I was thinking about one of my <clears throat> quatrains, one of my poems, And I entitled it From the Summer of Love to the Winter of Our Discontent, which I will read to you in a moment. Actually, I'll read it to you now because I was doing some light bedtime reading, something that most of you who went to Catholic school may have read, maybe in the original language. Um, It's not even remembered anymore. Now we have rap music conducted by those who rub their crotches and are featured on Good Morning America, which is more like Good Night, America. We have no literacy left in the nation. The Iranians and their proxies, probably in Syria, killed three American troops and wounded many others in a missile attack upon our base in Jordan. I don't think it's as simple as that. I think there's more to the picture than meets the eye. I think this will necessarily drag America into the Middle East war that is ongoing between Israel and Hamas which leads us to a million conspiracy theories as to how did the iranians get the exact targeting and why would they strike now and was it the iranians who struck it all i'll let you figure that one out because right now i'll have to take it on the face of the fact that americans are dead and others are seriously wounded and so first before i do any more of the horrendous news of the day Let me read to you from the summer of love to the winter of our discontent, from the godfather to the trans mother, from patriots to hatriots, from the law to the claw, from the president to the hesitant, from congregants to a chorus, from peace to war, from the adversary of all evil to the courtiers of pure evil, from the efficient to the indifferent from cities of workers to cities on the dole, from America the great to a people lost, from optimism to melancholy, no hope of heaven, debased with envy, no faith in justice, just miscreants in black robes, depraved souls awash in shame, ferried naked, weary and afraid. The Pope blasphemed God with the evil seed of Adam, Vast lands of tears, vomiting their hordes unto the lost lands of silk and honey. I realize this is obtuse in a time of language that is no longer used in any illiterate manner, where Shakespeare is dead, and those who speak 50 words of English are worth $50 billion a year. But I'll do the best I can by reading to you from my mind to you. But I think I should conclude with a prayer from the Jewish prayer book, because we certainly need it today, don't we? And I will find something that may be appropriate for those of you who want that type of thing. I don't know if I could just turn to a page and find it for you. I don't know where to find exactly what I'm looking for today. What prayer should I give you? prayer for this, a prayer for that. Do prayers work? Patton prayed for a break in the weather to permit the US Army Air Force uh, to bomb the Germans so that his tanks could go in there and save the men. As you well know, he believed in prayer. great man like General Patton prayed all the time, carried the Bible with him. Laugh at it if you will. Would you rather believe in Kaplan and and Kaplan? That's sort of a joke for those of you who get what I'm saying. I've been busy tweeting on the uh, Michael Savage Twitter feed because these are really crazy times. And if you have no faith right now, I don't know what people are going to turn to. I mean, I can read you some of my tweets. They're, They're sort of like a mini prayer. Let's go back to the morning. Well, not a lot. I showed a picture of uh, General Patton's dog after Patton was killed in 1945. His picture of Willie lying there, sadly, next to Patton's trunk. Patton, of course, was killed, no doubt, because he threatened the world order. He wanted to go to war with Russia. And, of course, MacArthur wanted to go and blow up the dams and flood China. So our two greatest war leaders of World War II were then sidelined, by the deep state and look where we are today i'm not saying they were right but you can't say they were wrong and now we wake up to an america which has no law anymore we see that kaplan and kaplan kaplan and kaplan kaplan and kaplan kaplan was the lawyer the radical lesbian lawyer kaplan and judge kaplan so-called it turns out that after they condemned trump with an 83 million dollar judgment who sued everybody, there's like five, six lawsuits for the same type of thing. Kaplan and Kaplan worked with each other at a major New York City law firm many years ago. In fact, when Kaplan worked there, Kaplan, the attorney, was her mentor. Now he's the judge and she's the judge. She's the attorney for this creature. To me, it's a RICO. Where is Joe, by the way? U.S. service members killed. Israel Hamas war spilling out the wider conflict. Joe, where are you, I asked. I then said, will Biden strike Iran or Texas? And now I'm reading to you the lost lands of silk and money. I'll conclude with a, a prayer. I wish I had the foresight to have planned this a little better. But I have no verse. The prayers for special days. I could pray for the United States of America because this may be the only thing left that we have. We have no Congress to count on. We have no president to count on. We can only turn to prayer for whatever you may think it's worth or not worth. You can be cynical if you wish. You're not me and I'm not you. See I actually believe that there is only one God. I actually believe that God rules over all. I believe God judges us after we are dead. And um, does that make me a holy man? No, it makes me Michael, an ordinary man. Let me read uh, about Moses in conclusion. Moses went and spoke the following words to all Israel. He said to them, today I am 120 years old. I am no longer able to come and go. And the Lord said to me, you will not cross this Jordan River. The Lord your God He will cross ahead of you. He will destroy these nations from before you, and you will dispossess them. Joshua, he will cross ahead of you, as the Lord has spoken. Levi then said, The Lord will do to them as he did to the Amorite kings, Sihon and Og, and to their land, whom he destroyed. The Lord delivers them before you. You shall do to them in accordance with all the commandments that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Neither fear nor be discouraged because of them. For the Lord our God, he is the one who is accompanying you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. Israel said, Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you shall enter with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them. You shall apportion it to them as an inheritance. The Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor forsake you. Do not fear and do not be daunted. Moses wrote down this Torah and gave it to the Kohen, the Leviim, and carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to all the elders of Israel. Moses then commanded, saying, At the end of every seven years, At an appointed time, in the year of release, during the festival of Sukkot, when all Israel comes to appear before the Lord, your God, in the place he will choose, you shall read this Torah before all Israel, so they can hear it with their ears. Assemble the people, the men, women, and children, including your converts in your cities, in order that they hear and learn to revere the Lord, your God, and to carefully do all the words of this Torah, their children who did not know shall also hear and learn to revere the Lord, your God, all the days that you live in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. Amen. I'm Michael Savage. God bless America. And thank you for listening. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. How is it that the universities could produce such people that they would embrace Osama bin Laden as a hero? And so I looked into my own book and I found the answers because I spent a lot of time thinking about the culture wars. And I'm going to read you a few pieces from A Savage Republic to show you that this is not happening by accident. That you have dummies that would embrace Osama bin Laden and uh, call him a culture hero. That's, by the way, for those of you who don't even know who he is, he's the man who orchestrated the attacks upon our Twin Towers and the other attacks uh, on 9-11. So I find page four, the Civil War is here. And I'm going to read it to you. It's only um, really one page is all I'm going to do today. Because I found that uh, people can only listen for two or three minutes and then they go to TikTok to see someone's abdomen or glutes or... um, a cat walking in a pail of milk. And then they tell you what they think about the theory of relativity and how Einstein was a racist because people of color uh, in Africa couldn't follow what he was doing because of racism and colonialism. And therefore Einstein should be disentombed and his bones crushed into a much mush. So how did we reach a point that dummies would embrace Osama bin Laden? Or that idiots, many of whom were Jewish, would call for a ceasefire after 1,400 Israelis were mercilessly slaughtered by subhumans in Israel while they slept. How could this be? Well, chapter, f- page four, of the Civil War is here. It is our way of life the left wants to destroy. President Biden tells you that he wants to build back better. A slogan he was spoon fed by the World Economic Forum, headed by the communist Klaus Schwab. Well, just think for a moment. What those words mean. You can only build back something that has been torn down. This is the plot the globalists have conceived. They want to tear down Western civilization, most importantly, its crown jewel, the United States, and build it back into something alien to our principles and under their complete control. That's page four of the chapter The Civil War is Here. I'm trying to give you little nuggets of reality that you may be able to use to help your son or daughter who um, may be going to college to learn how to hate you, America, the family, God, and everything decent about this country. Page 70. The chapter is called Akudumia. 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 I warned you years ago on my radio show that once unqualified people were put into universities and they could not keep up with real demanding academics. They would invent departments like ethnic or gender studies, write papers and give themselves awards. And then they would start to take over the whole university system with these fallacious arguments. I was right, you were wrong. Page 81, chapter, the culture plot. The key elements of a nation are its borders, language and culture. So any plot to destroy America would seek to undermine all three of these. The plotters have perhaps been most successful in destroying our culture. This goes not only for America, but also for all of Western civilization. This is not only rotting our own society from within, but also causing conflict on the geopolitical stage. I'll give you an example. You see the subhumans, the animals going into art museums and decimating statues or or smearing paint on great masterpieces in the name of, quote, climate change. You don't know what I would do. Anyone does that to our civilization? You know what I would do? I can't say it on YouTube what I would have done to them. Remember when ISIS was destroying cultural uh, icons in uh, Iraq and Syria when they took over? They had to be killed by the u.s air force and the russian air force to stop isis from decimating 12th century buddhist statues which didn't comply with the, their view of radical islam for example so when you see these lunatics smearing paintings or knocking over statues they're not just knocking over statues they're knocking you over you're next page 86 the culture plot well as i see it in addition to doing everything it can to eliminate our borders The Biden administration is promoting a stealth takeover of our government, our educational system, our popular culture and journalism in this nation. The advance of leftist values and policies that characterize this takeover has weakened the moral and cultural foundations on which this country rose to become the most powerful nation on Earth. I'm almost through. I know you've lost uh, the attention span you can't take anymore. Go to TikTok and go study what Osama bin Laden is. We'll go worship uh, uh, Hamas. You know, the part about the Hamas thing that bewilders me the most is how many of the loudest mouths in favor of Hamas are lesbians, radical lesbians who have caused such horror in this country on every level. School board meetings, mushing our children's minds. We're not talking about being gay. We're talking about being radical lesbians. And now they're marching for Hamas. Hamas kills lesbians and gays. They throw them off buildings. How the hell can these people be this insane and be taken seriously? Savage. Home of borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. A savage republic inside the plot to destroy America lays out the threats we face, prepare you for what's next, and offer solutions to save our republic. Please wake up and fight back before it is too late. You can buy it right now on Amazon.com or on barnesandnoble.com. A Savage Republic, Inside the Plot to Destroy America by Michael Savage. Thank you for listening. Share it with five others. Page 88. The Culture Plot. Leftists hate the very foundations of Western culture. Every baseless critique launched by contemporary Democrats brands them as implicitly remorseless, and unapologetic practitioners of a reductive and degenerate method of operation based on lies and unrelenting criticism of the opposition. Oh, that's a lot of words, many syllables. The leftist commitment to destroying capitalism and democratic government itself has metastasized to the point where we no longer have an option. We've got to find ways to eliminate the influence they've accumulated as they infiltrate every aspect of American life. What we're facing in the United States today is the dominance of cultural Marxism. I think that's it for the day. That's a long enough lesson from the savage republic. And if there's any reason to buy a book today, and yes, I do want you to buy a book today on Amazon or in a bookstore, is to bring it home, put it on your coffee table, put it in your kitchen, and try to reach one voter before it's too late. The only thing I would have done differently is I wouldn't have used the hammer and sickle inside the plot to destroy America. I'll ask you, what symbol would be more appropriate today than communism? Well, in a way, it is appropriate. But it's not cultural Marxism as is popularly popularly thought. It is something different. It's a blend of Trotskyism and Leninism, to be specific. Because I've studied communism since I'm 18 years old. My father fled communist Russia in 1920. I've studied it since I'm a child. So let me add one point to this. Chapter 10, The Communist Plot, maybe you can educate your daughter who went to Harvard on a full scholarship on studying hating America and hating Whitey. There's no such thing as democratic socialism. This is one of the greatest scams ever created in the history of politics. And it was created by the devil himself, Bernie Sanders who, if I were to define the worst person in America, it wouldn't be Bernie Sanders. It would be his twin cousin, George Soros. They're cut from the same cloth of evil. Bernie Sanders looks like a disheveled Jewish grandfather who's harmless. He is the most dangerous person in American political history because he's brainwashed millions of young people into thinking there's a thing called democratic socialism. So as I point out, for those of you who'd like to learn something, there's no such thing as democratic socialism. Uh, I can't read you the whole thing. And I'm talking about a show on Netflix in Russian from Russian television on Trotsky because Trotsky is one of my favorite subjects to study. The guy who plays Trotsky is very compelling. After first seeing the show, I tweeted that Bernie Sanders is a classic Trotskyite. People say Marxist. They don't quite understand that he's not. That's communism 101. No, he's not a Marxist. He's far worse than Karl Marx. He is a Trotskyite. And I recommend you study what that means. And I want to pause here. So you see people like uh Ted Cruz saying cultural Marxism is there. So they again are it's baby talk. They've never studied communism as I have. It's not It's not cultural Marxism. That's something for a talk show host who doesn't know his from his elbow to talk about. The Trotskyite Sanders has three homes. He calls himself a democratic socialist. There is no such thing. They are communists. Read the history of the Soviet communist movement. These are all enemies of the people. Men died in Korea and Vietnam to stop communism. Now we have... Bernie Sanders, the naked Trotskyite who has run for president twice and recently engineered the worst budget in American history, a budget that was so laden with debt that we may never, ever recover from the interest load. This could only happen in America, the land of the free and the home of the brave. Ask yourself how men like Bernie Sanders, who would have been considered a seditious enemy of the state not that long ago, Are now thought leaders among the young and contenders for the presidency remember men died in vietnam and korea to stop communism from spreading in those nations and now we have a naked trotskyite who might very well have become the democratic's nominee twice if the party machine didn't do to him what it later did to trump stalin also said those who vote decide nothing those who count the vote decide everything does that sound familiar The Democratic Party didn't want Bernie Sanders in the White House, but it likes him out there pushing the Overton window on communism. And because of the complicit vermin and uneducated adults in the media, notice I use the word vermin quite often. I used to use it on my radio show and I was criticized. Now Trump picked it up. I guess one of his speechwriters read one of my books again. Vermin is the actual correct word. They are vermin. They are vermin. People who undermine a nation are vermin. What else do you call them? Loyal opposition? No, they're vermin. They're eating away at the fabric of our life, like vermin. As I said, there's no such thing as democratic socialism. It derives from the communist party of Russia, boys and girls. You may not know this, but I, the political sage that I am, wrote this. The party had a social democrat wing prior to the violent revolution of 1917, after which they claimed it to be the Communist Party. Trotsky was originally a social democrat. After the communist revolution, the Bolshevik revolution was successful, he was put in charge of the military wing of the Communist Party and oversaw the killing of millions of fellow Russians for being counter-revolutionaries. Remember, Obama said he wanted a private army in America, one that is equally armed and equally well-funded as our own military. Remember what Obama said? So now we have armed gangs like Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and others. And as we saw in these recent anti-Israel marches, hundreds of thousands of stealth opponents of our way of life marching in the streets. What would it take for a dictator like Biden to switch gears just slightly deputize all of them, arm them, and turn them against us, the middle class, and put us into concentration camps. Well, you say it can't happen here because we're armed to the teeth. I'm not so sure you're right. And that is why in this late stage of the American dream, I wrote a savage republic inside the plot to destroy America. Maybe, just maybe, one book and one vote in a million places, can save this country from a downward spiral. I thank you for listening. I've gone on too long, and I uh, will see you again with God's will and your listenership. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learned something from it.